0: Bernie Live.
1: Well, I've always wanted to say Bobberty Live, Coast to Coast. Well, we're not exactly coast to coast, but uh we are broadcasting in Columbus, Ohio, Tampa, Florida, and in Washington, D.C. and on streaming audio around the globe. Uh welcome to Bobberty Live. If you've been listening this week. You probably already know that I am guest host for Bill Bunkley and Don Crow. Bill Bunkley in Tampa, Don Crow in Washington, D.C., both of those gentlemen and dear friends of mine have been away from the microphone, so we have been simulcasting. I am in Ohio's capital, Columbus, Ohio. Yes, Buckeye country. And uh, anyway, wherever you are listening, I am absolutely delighted to be your guest host uh boy i came across this this is not new but this is something the mainstream media just usually does not report there is a move nationwide to get pot cannabis marijuana mary jane legalized for recreational purposes. And we are told, well, if we would just take away the illegality, it wouldn't be a problem. The only reason we have a problem with marijuana is because it's illegal and everybody wants what's illegal. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Um, So I think now 14 states, I believe I'm correct on that, uh, 14 states now have legalized recreational marijuana. I know there <laughs> I know there are efforts in uh, Florida to do the same. There are certainly efforts here in Ohio to do the same. And uh, in Washington, DC, it's already legal, although it's illegal federally. That's weird and bizarre. But there is a real battle brewing here in Ohio and in Florida uh, to get it on the ballot. And to legalize it uh, recreationally. Uh, Many, many states already have um, medical marijuana. And by the way, if it is truly for medicinal use, I have no problem with it. I have no problem. The problem is it usually is not. And I think everybody knows that. Now. I must commend NBC News. I am shocked and pleasantly surprised that NBC News ran this article. Here is the headline from NBC News. Marijuana linked to mental health Risk in young adults. Growing evidence shows. Uh, they begin with a quote from New York City psychiatrist Dr. Ryan Sultan. And he says, quote, Of all the people I've diagnosed with psychotic disorder, I can't think of a single one who wasn't also positive for cannabis. Really? That's what he says. And again, this is NBC reporting this. He is an assistant professor of clinical psychiatry at Columbia Irving Medical Center, and uh, he is one of the many experts that are raising concerns about the increasing marijuana use by particularly adolescents and young adults. Quote, The evidence is growing of marijuana's association with psychiatric disorders such as depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, especially in young men. Again, quoting, New research published this month involving millions of people Listen carefully. This is not a small, isolated study. New research involving millions of people worldwide over decades is adding to worries that heavy use of high-potency cannabis and legalization of recreational weed in many U.S. states could increase the nation's mental health crisis in young adults. Dr. Nora Volko director of the National Institute on Drug Use, said there is a big sense of urgency, not just because more people are smoking marijuana, but because more people are using it in ways that are harmful, with higher and higher concentration of THC. Uh, Then it goes on, I might give you some of the other statistics here, but here's something that I don't think most people know. All right, I'm a child of the 60s. No, I never smoked weed. Uh, never, Never did, never have, and probably never will. But boy, do I remember the hippies of the 60s. Yeah, man, yeah, far out, you know. And they were getting high on weed. Listen to the difference between the marijuana of the hippies back in the 60s and marijuana today. I'm quoting. Marijuana consumed decades ago had concentrations of THC. That's the hallucinogenic portion. Uh, Most of the oils and so forth used from cannabis do not have any THC in it at all. That's why it's used for medical purposes anyway. All right, let me begin again. Marijuana consumed decades ago had concentrations of THC, the main psychoactive ingredient of two to 3%. Got that? Back in the 60s, the marijuana, the joints, the Mary Jane that everybody was smoking, 2 to 3%. Cannabis products today can have THC levels as high as 90%. Again, let that sink in. A lot of people who were hippies of the sixties. go, oh, it's no big deal. We did a little pot, you know. We did we did a little weed. It was no big deal. We got high. It was two to three percent. The stuff that's being used today has THC levels as high as ninety percent, and unlike alcohol, where the a percentage of alcohol is strictly regulated, the proof the percentage, 2%, 5%, 10%, strictly regulated by law. That's not the case in most states where marijuana has been legalized. There is no regulation whatsoever of the percentage of the THC. Uh, Quote, um, one of the studies from researchers in Denmark in collaboration with the U.S. National Institutes of Health, found evidence of an association between cannabis use disorder and schizophrenia. And then it goes on. I'm going to run out of time. It goes on and gives some incredibly shocking statistics about the number of young people who begin smoking weed and end up with serious psychiatric disorders, particularly among young people and teenagers. Do we really want to legalize this? I think any sane, reasonable person would say no.
0: Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Birney Live.
1: Every year, the folks at Gallup put out a poll. Well, they put out lots of polls. Uh, But every year, they put out a poll on public confidence in public institutions. Uh, The Supreme Court, the president, uh, religion, uh, police, technology companies, public school, uh, television news, print news, uh, uh, Congress. And it has not been good news for a long time. The sad news is the American people have very little confidence in most of the institutions that impact their lives. It really is, really is a sad commentary on the terrible lack of confidence that people have. And, uh, In most cases, it continues to decline. I'm a little surprised one of the few institutions that held steady was the Supreme Court. Uh, We've heard so much about uh, the distrust uh, of the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court came in at 27% confidence. Now, that's sad. The highest court in the land, the court that determines so many things that impact our lives— and only 27% of americans really have confidence in the supreme court the uh, president well that has declined and now and would w- well it's not the president it is the presidency the office itself and i think most people would rate their confidence in the presidency by the president but uh, to be technical or technically correct the answer was do you have confidence in the office of the president, 26%. In other words, three-fourths of Americans do not have confidence in our highest political office in the country. Three-fourths of America. Uh, Church and organized religion, 32%. Boy, isn't that sad. Uh one of the highest, the military, is at sixty percent, although that has declined. And I, I like this. One of the the institutions that had the highest confidence rating, small businesses, mom and pop businesses. I think we're seeing renewed interest in small businesses. Uh My wife and I have kind of a a special love. Uh, My wife's parents operated a small corner grocery store in Maslin, Ohio, for many years. And it was a tiny. They had everything, though. Full service. They delivered groceries. My wife, when she was a girl, delivered groceries. And and, uh, she used to get up on the counter and sing. And they had the penny candy counter. And... And it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. Those are gone, obviously. But um, a a small corner, and I mean corner. What was, uh, in fact, I think it's a house now, and what probably had been a house, uh, corner grocery store. Uh, The confidence of the American public on small business is 65%, and that's one of the highest. This is a shocker. Banks. Banks. Um, I don't know about you, but I have confidence in our bank. I mean, we've been dealing with banks for 50 years. And yeah, there have been a few mistakes, a few errors, but get this. Only 26% of Americans have confidence in the banks. Public schools, 26%. Public? Well, that's because they're no longer public. 26%. 26%. Uh, organized labor, labor unions, 25%. And then it starts going down. Newspapers, 18%. I am shocked that it is that high. The criminal justice system, this is tragic. The criminal justice system, 17%. Television news, Now, I don't know. Well, I do know what the news is like in Tampa. My wife and I have spent quite a bit of time in Tampa. And I must say, folks, you have a couple of really excellent TV news uh, operations in Tampa. When my wife and I have been there, we have thoroughly enjoyed your local news. Here in Columbus, not so much. Sometimes, sometimes. Our local TV news is worse than pathetic. Across the board, only 14%. And get this, down, way down at the bottom, Congress, the House of Representatives, and the United States Senate. Anybody want to guess what the percentage is? Now, these are the people that we elect, 8%. 8 percent of Americans have confidence in their, well, I'll take that back. Here's the bizarre thing. If you ask most Americans about their own personal elected representative, oh yeah, I like him. I like her. I mean, I voted for him. I vote for her. Yeah, I trust her. Well, what about everybody else in Congress? Oh no, they're a bunch of crooks. They're a bunch of crooks. So it's only the person you voted for? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that bizarre? Our, um, Our very form of government is dependent upon the confidence of the people. This is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, why we have such serious problems in America. Americans do not trust the president, the Supreme Court, the Congress. We have three branches of government, the judicial, the legislative, the executive. Those are the three branches of the American government. And overall, Americans have very little confidence in any of them. Uh, can that change? Yeah, sure. Sure. But um, there is no indication, at least in the last few years, that the trend is going up. For the most part, they're staying steady or they're going down. As I said, one of the few institutions that has not declined is the Supreme Court, which is pleasantly uh, surprising. That is the latest Gallup poll on uh, America's confidence, 16 institutions, and most of them, historic loaths. You're listening to Bob Ready Live. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE.